0: Imagine a world where people took all the energy that they use and consume in the analysis and criticism of anything, anything opposite and foreign to what they believe, whether it be religion, uh, political stance, um, style of personality, and they harness that and flipped it and turned it into the energy that pushes whatever they want to do. For example... I see people, especially now in political year, mad at this party, take gun control. I was actually on the um, on the set of CSI and I was with Ted Danson, it was very interesting. He's one of the actors, you might know him from Cheers, but he's also on CSI and we had lunch in his trailer and he said, Ty, he said, what do you think on gun control? Because he's more of a Democrat, he's good friends with the Clintons, he told me. And um, so it was interesting because he's anti-gun control and I was there with my friend Zach who comes from like a conservative family there in Texas and they're more pro-gun. And I was thinking, you know, he asked me this question. I don't want to offend him. I'm like with him and I was just thinking, but I also wanted to tell the truth what I actually believe. And it's about what I just said at the beginning. What if both sides, because nobody wants children getting killed. There was just a shooting in Riverside the other day uh, where two people went in and this Center and shot up all these people, killed all these people. Nobody wants that, whether they be Republicans or Democrats. Nobody who's sane wants innocent people killed, right? So what if both groups and both ally, uh, both uh, political stances took all that energy that they take fighting, trying to convince the other side? Because you're never gonna convince the other side. One thing we all know in life, when you have a friend or acquaintance or somebody who already has their mind made up, save your breath, Alan Nation used to tell me, Ty. Don't try to teach a pig to fly. You can't do it and it bothers the pig. And the pig in this case represents not a degrading term, but it represents somebody who doesn't agree with you. So what if everybody just turned inward on it? And we're like, okay, what can we as pro gun people do to solve this problem? And all that money and energy and mental, you know, glucose consumption, your brain feeds off glucose, sugar, was just focused on solving the problem in the way that the pro-gun people wanna solve. It. And all the gun control people took all that energy that they spent trying to convince the other person and just focused it down. You know, I was reading this book for the book of the day this morning. If you guys follow my Snapchat, Ben Bernanke. This is the story, he was the you know Federal Reserve in, in back in 2007. Um, they, as you know, there's a huge recession in the United States, housing crisis, AIG, bailing out big companies and he tells a story. Now this guy came under a lot of criticism and when people say, what is your view on it? You know, did government do the right thing? My view is what I just said. It's actually from a famous philosopher. Guta said, uh, I think it was Guta, said, was it Guta? <laughs> Don't quote me. So many <laughs> people, if I say the wrong philosopher, everybody's like, they a lot of people examine the details. So to speak, which brings me to my point. People overanalyze like my hair and stuff. I'm like, take all that energy, energy, focus on my hair, and make sure you have badass hair. But uh, anyway, whatever philosopher I, I forget who it was, he said, "Let every one clean their own front porch, sweep their own front porch, and the whole world will be clean." Like, this is it. This is the thing. The reason, and scientists would call this uh, misweighting bias, we misweight where we should put our energy. It's one of the 25 cognitive biases. So we go, I'm going to take a lot of energy and focus on changing that person who doesn't agree with me. I'm going to take it. Well, you know, that's a misweighting and a misprioritization of energy. Take all that damn energy and double down on fixing a little area in your own life. Who here doesn't procrastinate? I procrastinate. I'm guilty. So whenever I wanna sit here and, you know, sometimes I see in the newspaper op, uh, where people write letters to the editor, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and place to be a political activist and to write your op. But I have to think that it might be a good idea to take that one hour or half hour that you were gonna write that letter critiquing somebody who isn't listening and do 30 minutes at the gym. We live in a world where obesity is a crisis. You go to the gym, you're not part of the crisis. You're sweeping your own front porch. People, uh, I was thinking I do jujitsu, jitsu so this morning I was, uh, or this, this afternoon I was doing jiu-jitsu. I do it with this, one of the gracies comes here and I set up a little private little dojo, it sounded like Napoleon Dynamite, Rex Quando. (laughs) But uh, he was traded, you know, he's a fourth degree black belt and he's a badass and so we spar a little bit, free roll and of course he always beats me like, but at the end of it, I was thinking, and every time I fight with one of these pro fighters, I go, I used up so much energy there, I don't feel like fighting somebody. You go to a bar, the dude who wants to fight, that's the dude that hasn't been using his own energy, building his own physique. Because I'll tell you this, you go spar Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or I do Krav Maga, you go do Muay Thai, you go do MMA, you lift weights. You do that for three hours a day. That's you sweeping your own front porch of maintaining your own life and your own fitness and maybe influencing your friends and family around you. You sweep that little porch. You don't have time to go pick a fight. You're tired. Right now, I'm all beat up. My hands, I got arm barred, doing some triangle choke stuff, doing some reverse sweep stuff. And so, that's the world I want to live in. There'll be a lot less war. People too tired, you know. Let everybody go in the boxing ring. You would think people who box are more violent or people who do more Jiu Jitsu or more martial arts. No. Once you get beat up in that controlled environment, you're like, whoop, I used all my energy that's available to go out and beat up other people. And so anytime I find people, and it's v- there's few exceptions, but without doubt, the times that I find people railing on other people, I know that those people aren't doing anything important with their own life. And I don't get it. I'm like, it's a lose-lose situation. They ain't listening. And the time you could have improved your own life, you don't have that time because you just wasted it on somebody who's... So far out there in terms of ever coming to your side, uh, your point of view, you just entered into a lose lose. The first rule of business is don't enter into lose lose, at least get a lose win, you know, at least have a lose win. Like Warren Buffett says in any investment, when you buy in stock for a profit, somebody's losing, they they bought it too high and now sold it to you for too low, and you're uh, making a profit, you're buying low and hopefully you'll be able to sell high. So at least get a win-lose, but this epidemic of people just focusing their energy on other people. You know, people ask me, do I do self-help? I'm like, I- I'm not a self-help guy. You know, I love Tony Robbins. I lo- I'm not. I just flip on a camera and kind of video uh, catalog my thoughts. My mom always said I should do a diary. I sucked at a diary. Maybe you're better at keeping up a diary, but I always procrastinated. So this is like my diary. And for years, I kind of, you know, did it on the down low, low key, you know, like this. But then someone's like, why don't you put these book reviews public and put these videos? So here you go. Now, some people are going to watch this and be like, thumbs down on this YouTube video. I'm like, dude, in the time you could have pressed the thumbs down, Go click on another video that enhances your life. Because here's the deal. What's the definition of a a lose-lose? The time you took to press the thumbs down, you lost. That moment in time, I was just reading the brief history of time by Stephen Hawking. Time moved forward on a continuum. He says there's three ways of measuring time. There's psychological, there's cosmological, there's thermodynamic measurements of time. All of them move forward. So you click the down, you on any YouTube video, you click dislike, that's time you'll never get back, not only time, but also energy. And so so you lose, and the person, whoever you thumb down, they lose. I saw that Justin Bieber, one of his videos, is the most disliked. Um, YouTube video in the world. And I get it, people wanna show, it's a a form of social proof, positive or negative. They wanna, but I'm like, you ain't gonna catch me thumbs down Justin Bieber. If I don't like Justin Bieber, you won't find me listening to his music. I'll take that same time and go click on a video that I find fascinating, that I find part of my tribe, my perspective on the world, or maybe it challenges my perspective of the world. But I sure as hell, I'm not gonna engage in a lose-lose That's the rule of losing money in business, being lose-lose transactions. You walk away from the transaction having lost money, boom, at least let somebody win. So, I don't get it. I don't get it, and it's an epidemic of up, and I'll tell you, I'm guilty of it. Let me just be clear, I'm not railing on individual, I'm railing on the part of the human brain that continues to be so primitive that we operate in this. You know, we have this primitive mind that does stupid stuff. And I will tell you, to the extent that I eliminate this from my life, I enjoy life more. Without a doubt, I'm like, yes, life's better. And to the extent that I don't overcome this, I'm like, God, ah, damn it. You know, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And I think it comes down to, you know, I don't value time like I should. Value time, man. Time, time is the thing to fear. Father time, or whatever metaphor you wanna use. Don't mess with time. This, I, I don't fear, you know, I'm, I'm not a super fearful person. Never have been. You know, there's some people maybe, you know, less fearful, more fearful than me, but I'm, I'm relatively not that fearful. And, um. You know, I can do public speaking or don't get that nervous and stuff like that. But I have fears, man. It just ain't the same fears that some of my friends have. My fear is like, okay, that Chief Tecumseh poem, so live your life that the fear of death never enters into your heart. Well, what is death? It's the end of time, at least time on planet Earth. So I don't fear death as much as I fear the lead up to the death or what the lead up may be if my heuristical patterns. Heuristics are the science of decision making. If my heuristical patterns branch incorrectly, if I should have gone left with my life and I went right, if I should have walked up to this person and said, Hello, my name's Ty, and formed a friendship and a partnership with that person, but instead, you know, I chickened out and walked out the door. How many times have we seen opportunities just slip through? You know, I often think, man, you know, I, played pian- I play piano a little bit now. I'm no pro, but I'm decent, you know. And um, I started, when I I taught myself when I was 16, and I think of, man, time slipped through my fingers because had I started at eight, I would be good. You know, really to be good at piano. Not always, it is better to start young. Language, sometimes I travel to Sweden, and I've been in 40 or 50 countries. Sometimes I'm like, man, 15 minutes a day. I was doing that time for something. I was watching Bugs Bunny or whatever you watch at seven years old. I could have taken 15 minutes out three times a week. Learned a little Russian, a little Swedish. I'd be fluent in all these languages, time slipped. And um, what happens now, which is sad, let's go back to Justin Bieber. And I'm not defending Justin Bieber. He's not part of my life. But he gets a lot of hate. I was at a Laker game and they flipped the camera to him and half the crowd was booing and half the crowd wasn't. I was thinking, you ain't gonna catch me booing. Even if I don't like Justin Bieber, why would I boo? Redirection of my energy towards the wrong place, so maybe this is my long-winded uh, uh, <laughs> kind of reminder to myself that be careful with your time and your energy. If they're combined. It takes energy, glucose, in the brain to think up a boo to Justin Bieber. It takes a moment in time. And some people, oh, it's just a moment. Well, you know, the chains of habit are too weak to be felt till they're too strong to be broken. So, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to waste a moment here. I'm going to waste a moment here. And next thing you know, it's an hour. And it's not just, as you learn as an investor, I was just reading a great book on the pricing and, and calculation of the value of stock options, and interest swaps, and puts and calls and forward contracts and all these kind of precise And more advanced financial terms, Um, and you know, in all of those, there's a time value to money, and there's a time value to energy. Always, it's always imputed in all financial calculations, whether it be the cost of your mortgage, the cost of your insurance, the general interest rates of you know, federal funds rate, and effective rate, target rate, discount rate, all that stuff. And so, for me, it's Guard that with your life. If you walk up to somebody on the street, I saw this funny prank video. This dude walks up to people and um, he pretends like he's siphoning gas out of their car, but he puts like water in the thing, so he's like sucking and siphoning it into a little can. People go nuts. I mean, there's a, it's a you can Google it, it's funny. It's like prank, and the guy stopped doing that prank. Why? Because people got violent on him. There's this one huge dude, rips off his shirt, and is like, ah, oh, and he starts punching the pranker, even though the guy's like, dude, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. So he was protecting the gas in his SUV, this stranger, with his last, l- because anytime you pick a fight, you could get killed. So he was punching a dude, who knew the pranker, he didn't know he was a pranker, could have pulled out a gun and shot him in the face. So he's literally... Risking his life, certainly his time, potentially his health. Overall, what's the price of gas? Oil just hit a low, what, under 40 bucks a barrel, but whatever. Let's say it's two to four bucks for gas. Let's say the guy siphons out four gallons, five gallons. So you lose 10, 20 bucks. That's recoverable. You can recover that. You can't recover a gunshot wound, shoot you, and you're freaking paralyzed. Can't maybe you assault the guy who's sucking the gas out of your car, you end up in jail one year of life, cannot be recovered. But yet, that's how the misweighting of the human brain we guard with our life things that are replaceable, and yet we just waste frivolously things that aren't. Man, I uh, I hope I'll get better at it. <laughs> Because just talking about it goes, hmm, I'm talking about it as if I'm an expert. I better really cross-examine my own life, make sure I am not guilty of it uh, at all. So I hope as you watch this or listen, maybe uh, you're better at this than me. I'm sure a lot of you are. Some of you are worse. Uh, Be cognizant of the misdirection and the misweighting. and and the simplest one is trying to teach pig to fly. You know, I have this T-shirt brand. This one you can't see, it's on the front of the back. It says, practice your skill until you're too good to ignore. But I have another T-shirt. I don't know why I didn't wear it for this. And it says, uh, um, what's it say, oh yeah. Don't try to teach ignorant people. They have to learn the hard way. You know, it's like gun control. If you think the other party, you're pro guns or pro gun control, and you think the other party doesn't understand, don't try to teach them. Because you already said they're ignorant. So, how could you teach an ignorant person? Sweep your own porch. You know, this, I hope one day, 50 years from now, this is what politics will be like. Because now it's not what politics are like. It's one person trying to basically garner the support of people already of the same mind and a few little people on the fence pulling them over it's not even like you don't even win by majority anymore you just win by like default of so many scattered people and scattered alliances and scattered political parties that the only ones left is like well you got 22% so I guess we're going to declare you the winner well you know mm, I don't know if that's a win I don't know if the world's winning that way so I'm going to try to sweep my own porch, I'm going to try to stay in my lane. I'm going to surround myself with people who challenge me but uh, are listening. I'm not going to redirect my life. I ain't going to see the Justin Bieber and give it a thumbs down. i do not even give it a thumbs up. Maybe a thumbs up. That's kind of a win-win in the sense that even if I lose by giving my time to thumbs up Justin Bieber's video. I don't know if I would. His new one seems pretty popular. but at least he wins. Avoid like the plague, lose-lose situations. Sometimes I tell this to people and they don't agree with me, I'm like, dude, do the math. When would you ever want to lose-lose? Just name a time, think of any scenario. If you could think of one, leave me a comment below. One time ever that leaving, uh, that entering into a lose-lose situation is a win, ever. It's kind of like two cowboys beating in the Wild West, and they both have a gun, and they're like, "Let's do a duel," and the whoever wins the duel gets the lady. You know, they're arguing over a woman. So, do you think that would enter into the duel? If they do, they'd both shoot each other simultaneously, and they're both dead. Hell no. I mean, now maybe the guy who got shot, his last dying breath, is like, "Well, at least that dude didn't get it." But really, they both lost. <laughs> and that's a triple loss because the woman didn't get either one. Maybe she liked both of them, or liked one more. Now they're all dead. Or at least the two are dead and the one, the possibility of a relationship is dead. So, don't enter into a duel if you don't think you're going to win, man. And you're not pretty sure without delusion. That's another cognitive bias we all have. Delusion. That's my Krav God teacher. You know, it's a, he's an Israeli special forces trainer. Or was in the Israeli special forces. He's like, oh, always the best situation to fight, dude. Get out. Because most fights are lose-lose. You're at a bar. He always, I was asking him because I got a dude trying to pick a fight with me the other day at this salsa club in Hollywood. And I asked, his name's Roy O'Ganion, the teacher, not the guy who tried to solve me. I said, Roy, what should I have done in that situation? And, he, and he's like, what you did was right. But I, he, Roy said even be, he's like, dude, just apologize. Just be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Even if the guy did something wrong because he goes, think about it. What does it cost you to say, I'm sorry? A little bit of pride, you know, you wanna to be tough. So, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. But you both walk away <laughs> with all your teeth, with no, you know, cr- no uh, assaults on your police record, with no brain damage, with no broken hands. Now, of course, when push comes to shove, you may be pushed into a corner, boom, problem my God, that's where you take out the weak spot. So there is a time where you must step out, but that's a win, lose. Hopefully. my God, you take the dude out, pop. Well, you won, you're away from the scenario, you're safe. He lost, or she lost, whoever you're fighting. But in that scenario that generally happens, when there's a drunk dude and you can walk away, now it's a win, win. Win-win's always better, even if you hate the other person. It's always better, I've learned in aggression, In business deals, you have a business competitor you hate. It's always better for them to be not that mad. Because if you knock their teeth out, metaphorically or actually, you know, metaphorically in business or whatever, they may come back, get dentures in and come for your ass. (laughs) It might be a week. Then you got an enemy. You got to watch your back. So it's better to be like, dang, man. My bad. I apologize. There's an ancient proverb that says a gentle answer turns away wrath. Some of the stuff I see happening in the world, I'm just like, yo, what's it cost to apologize? Nothing. So just apologize even if you ain't wrong. And then just take all that energy you would have spent fighting this person. Just clean up your own house. Clean up your own life. If you ain't hitting the gym four times a week or doing something similar, that you got a lot of energy that needs to be spent on that. If you're not doing a martial art, if you're not you know, controlling your diet. Sorry, I'm taking my shoes off. These are like, I love these Jordans. I'm supposed to have been in bed already. I'm trying to get to bed earlier. I suck at that. See, I need to be spending my energy and have better habits. I'm launching a new business, and one of the things can be built around the 12 levels of habits. You know, white belt, habits, yellow belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt, red belt. You can go all the way up through all these different levels, and and life's really a game of fighting against yourself. And if you do it right. And you want to live a badass life full of health, wealth, love, and happiness. There's so much energy that must be expended. Because, as the great Sigmund Freud said, what keeps us from happiness? Well, it's not only other humans, which is generally who our conflict is against, but the forces of nature and the the forces of aging and death and decay and dissolution of the body. So even if you were at peace with all humans, which most people aren't, um, you still need all that energy to fight against mother nature, hurricanes, tornadoes, (laughs) earthquakes, if you're here in California, (laughs) the death and dissolution and decay of your own body must be fought against. Entropy is a law of the universe. Things move towards decay unless you inject energy into the system and increase. And I guess maybe in summary, it's entropy that we all fight. And the only solution for entropy is to add energy. And the only way to add energy is to not be sending the energy, the time, the effort, the glucose in the brain to the wrong, misdirected, misweighted uh, arena of life. So the philosopher was right. Let everyone sweep their whole their own porch and the whole world will be maybe not perfectly clean. There'll still be need for government and political parties. Sure as hell not as much as we have now. There'll still be a need to address the issue of gun control. But not as much because there'll be less people shooting. You know why people shoot? Because they think other people are the problem. Most of us should be much angry at ourselves. Much angrier at ourselves than we are at other people. Much angrier at ourselves. We are the problem almost always in our own life. 80%, 20% of the time, no. yes, so uh, yeah, a lot to think about, obviously think about it, hit the bed, if you got an example, if you agree, if you disagree, (laughs) if you want to dislike, dislike, if you want to up, up, it's funny to watch the ratios, you know, I'm not sure you could ever post, I put, it's funny to watch the like to dislike ratio on videos that I do. It's kinda like, I'm kinda like a mad scientist. Sometimes I work, sometimes I don't. But it's not always correlated like, the video with the most dislikes isn't necessarily the best video or the worst video. Sometimes the video with the most dislikes are the ones that have the most powerful message. If you challenge things, I kinda challenge the education system an entrenched status quo system. Makes sense, I get people disliking stuff. Not to say that some of the dislikes aren't justified. I'm not perfect, but I ain't no saint. If you want a saint, you got the wrong dude. If you want some role model, never said I'm a role model. I never even said I'm a mentor. I said I like mentors, and I seek them, but I never said I'm one, and I'm not. Even my 67 steps that program people are in, I'm sharing you with you what my mentors told me. That doesn't make me a mentor. That makes me uh, someone passing on. Maybe I'm a flow through entity. Their wisdom, I, I'm not. I don't even want to be. I don't want that burden of reputation. So for anybody who goes, man, forget this guy. Look at him trying to say he's all perfect. You talking the wrong guy. Hell no. Sometimes people are like, why do you swear? I just swear just enough. That people realize I'm not trying to be some religious spiritual fi- figure. I'm not. I've been around very religious people. I respect it. My first mentor, Joel Salatin, is very religious. I live with the Amish for years. I've been around the world, see very religious people in all countries, in India, you know, both Hindus and Muslims and Buddhists. I- I've been around and they're religious. And they shouldn't swear if they could say, or whatever, you know, but I'm like, nah, that ain't me. So for anybody who's, Sometimes people misdirect their anger. They didn't like their childhood, so they're like, die, so you're the problem. I'm like, ah, no. Forget it, that's a lose-lose. All that time you take. Getting mad at the man. I see people getting mad at government. Some guy wrote this long thing on my Facebook about Jacob Rothschild and how he's causing financial ruin for the world. The Rothschilds and the Illuminati, and I was thinking, dude. All the time you were thinking about that, you could have been writing your financial plan. Do you have a financial plan? Rothschild ain't keeping you from doing that. Sweep your own front porch. Don't worry about what some Illuminati might or might. Maybe there's Illuminati. Maybe there's not. Maybe there's aliens. Maybe there's not. But all I know is I ain't spending a lot of time thinking about aliens. Because the last I checked, they don't have jack shit to do with my life. So, I want to redirect all my life and that energy of thinking about conspiracy theories and who killed JFK and did man walk, mock the moon, and did the bushes blow up, you know, 9 11, whatever crazy theories there are. Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I don't know. There's conspiracies all over. But I do know this I don't have enough information. So, if I use, and I never will, and if I use all my time to focus on that, I'll misdirect it away from, like I told this kid. Do your own financial plan, bro. Nobody's keeping you. Open up an opportunity fund in your bank account. Start funneling money in there. Don't be like the average American person that saves one to $2 out of every $100 they make. You sweep your own front porch of your financial plan. Save 10 or 20 bucks, my friend. And now you know what happens? You won't be a debtor, you'll be a lender. And the world needs more lenders. Because if everybody's a debtor, where's the money coming from? Then you have to print money, then you get inflation. So. I'm oversimplifying the financial system, but I am saying all those conspiracy theories are part of the problem. All those people talking about inflation and this and the Federal Reserve, they are the reason the Federal Reserve, I just told you, I just read this book. <laughs> the reason the Federal Reserve had to lend AIG $85 million was not only, and the banks were doing dishonest things. I will not, you know, know I think that's common knowledge now, and there was illegal things done, but there was also homeowners getting greedy. Overpaying for homes, not reading the contract, not understanding variable ARMs and all these loans, and if had they spent all that energy to reading the contract, then less people would have been in a debtor situation. Now, again, I'm not blaming the homeowners. It's one. It's wherever you look for blame, it's always all over the place. That's why I said, don't look for the blame. Just go inward. This is where I do. I don't always believe agree with people to say the answer is inward. But on this one fixing your life the answers inward because nobody cares about your life except you the most there might be your mom might care your grandma might care but for the most part look if i couldn't pay the electric bill tonight uh tomorrow would you rush out of your job and wire money and paypal me money and go, oh my god no and i you know if you wrote me and said hi i couldn't pay my electric i'm not going to drop everything i got responsibilities family and friends and, worker people work for me and, you know, in myself and stuff. So I would love to help people, and you, I'm sure you'd love to help people, but you can't help everybody, right? So who, even charity. I love charities that do local stuff. I, I, I uh, you know, I live here in L.A., and sometimes we, the Tennessee, we want to give it to, you know, causes out there which are great, big believer in charity, but I also want to sweep my own front porch, which, not just my own life, but my own city. And even then, maybe it's too broad. Maybe I need to look at my own company and go, you know, you guys have any friends, friends of friends that need something in in this web of this grassroots understanding of life. This is life. People ask me why I live with the Amish, what I learned. It's what I learned. Things... Are simpler than we want to make them. It's simpler than finding flaws, and you know. And I, and I talk about McDonald's, and I criticize things. So maybe I'm being hypocritical in what I say, but I don't spend that much time. If you took a survey of my life's energy for the last 365 days, I didn't spend, uh, you know, even one day's worth doing critiques. I did a video on how movie critics, I'm like, oh it's a rough job. It's like, <laughs> People some people agreed, some people did agree. I like, oh no, you know, critics serve a purpose. I'm like, yeah, but oof. First of all, critics, look at the Rotten Tomato stuff. It ain't always very accurate. I've seen some horrible movies with high Rotten Tomatoes and some great movies get forties or fifties. So it's not highly accurate necessarily and I just, no, I wouldn't want that for my life's work. Just like there's certain jobs, I'm like, oh, I don't think I want that. It's a tough job, I've done some tough jobs in my life. <laughs> so uh, some of them like, oh, man, maybe it's necessary, but I don't wanna do it. And if somebody else is super excited, that's great. And I don't know how great this job is for humanity. You know, a person designing more fast food restaurants, I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want that job, man. You know, Ray A. Kroc. Founder of McDonald's the kids died of diabetes uh, when they were older. Now I don't know if that's because they ate McDonald's, but sometimes the web of life loops around on you and kicks you in your own ass. I don't know in that situation. I just I thought that was interesting. You know, McDonald's probably hasn't helped the diabetes epidemic sweeping across the United States. And I'm not saying this as a critic. Okay, I don't go McDonald's is why everybody's fat. No, let everyone sweep their own front porch. No one has to walk into a McDonald's. Uh, but I do have one exception to this. That's children. Because you can't say to a, children, to a child, ah, sweep your own front porch. If you design Coca-Cola and soda and stuff, little kids are tricked. They're supposed to be protected. So that's why I said there's a time to protect and to reach out and, and critique things that are kind of outside of our own life. But when you're an adult criticizing another adult, this is the one I don't get. I don't spend much of my life criticizing other adults. I really don't. Once in a while I, I, I make a mistake, but um, you know my mentors weren't big. They were, Joel Salton used to tell me, don't be nitpicky, man. You know, my mom used to say, my mom was a Christian. Um, she's tried many religions growing up. She's a Christian and she said, Jesus Christ said, do not judge. For the measure you judge, you'll be measured, you'll be judged back. So if you judge everybody, it's like Justin Bieber with this fine tooth comb. Well well, Justin Bieber might turn around or the world might turn around. I don't want to be critiqued with that fine-tooth of a comb. I want people to be like, nah, Ty, decent dude. Decent. Decent. Like kind of not too judgmental. So my obligation to other people is to be like, Yeah. People ask me all the time, what do you think of this guy and this guy? And they want me to get in a little fight with different entrepreneurs and stuff. And I'm just like, eh. Occasionally I've brought up a few entrepreneurs that I'm like, eh, I don't know if I agree with their philosophy. But I don't attack the man. That's called arguing ad hominem. That's one of the 103 logical fallacies. So I don't go like, nah, you know, well, this dude has hair and I'm just like, eh. And, and I, I have, I should say I have done it, but I try to do it less and less now. I'm so busy just trying to do my own thing, man, and hold everything I got together that I don't know where people find the time. I feel like some people I know, I, I won't say who, someone in my family, I can't even be around him. Everything's a conspiracy. Everything's a, and what he couldn't get a job at one point. He was telling me about the unemployment in the Federal Reserve, and this is why, and this was back in like 2009, he couldn't get a job. And I looked at him, I won't say who in my family, and I said, have you gone and applied to any job? And he was like, no. And I'm like, then what are you talking about? You're complaining about it, but you ain't even try to solve it. So sure enough, he went to 10. I said, go to 10 places, and if you can't find a job, I think I told him I'll give him a thousand bucks or something. I said, just walk in 10, go down to Sunset Boulevard, just walk, dun, dun, dun. It's really the Rothschilds and conspiracy theory, and there's no jobs because everyone else who I knew was employed, so he did that, sure enough, got a job offer, but he didn't take it, because he's like, I don't want to wash dishes or whatever. And I get it, that job was beneath him, but you know, when you're unemployed, man, when I was unemployed, I've been digging ditches, I've milked cows, I've sheared sheep. Like, when you're unemployed, you gotta, you gotta live. <laughs> so, uh the second he took all that energy, like, just putting it out there, critiquing, and missed waiting into the wrong place, then he just decided, no, maybe i or I prompted him, let's put it right here in the planet Earth. And when he did that, problem solved, he didn't take it, but I have to think, this is the answer. You know, you don't like something, with the exception of your, your kids, I don't have kids, but if you have kids, uh, with the exception of critiquing your own kids and getting them their butt in, in shape, you know, in order, uh, go easy. Man, I don't know if you're a Christian. People ask me. I'm not super religious, but don't judge. Or with the measure that you judge, you'll be judged back. I wonder what be, if there's like some invention, some tech app somebody can make, and like every time like somebody dislikes a Justin Bieber video, it like automatically creates a reminder that when that person like sings at church, like a thumbs down. I'll be like, your voice sucks. Because <laughs> Justin Bieber may not be the best singer ever, but he's better than me. So I ain't gonna put no thumb down. I'd rather take take all that energy, take a singing lesson. That'd probably be, be the best thing for the world. That'd be the best. I don't sing well. So, uh, But you know, people don't think like that. It's because it's always easier to throw stones when you live in a glass house, right? Instead of Fortify the glass house. Maybe put some metal on it so it doesn't break. Once you do that, you would think you'd be able to throw the stones. But by the time you put it on, you're so tired you just want to go to sleep. And so because becomes a win-win. you got a fortified glass house and you don't throw any stones at your neighbors. So everybody wins. And whenever you could create win-wins, you mark my words, you want to be rich, you want to be happy, you want to be ripped. You wanna be a socialite, you want people to like you. Man, the win-win creators, these are like the the titans of planet Earth. Man, whenever time I'm in a win-win person, I'm like, mm. I did it. Those of you in the Accelerator might, I have like an online business school that I, people, like a premium one. Some of you might be in and I did this um, talk with Keith Ferrazzi. he wrote, he's kinda of like the modern day Dale Carnegie Dale Carnegie wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People. And this dude wrote uh, uh, Never Eat Alone. Cool book. And he was telling me, it's like, if you got that ability to create win wins, he said, that's why people can't network. That's why they can't find mentors. That's why they can't find investors. They're always trying to take. There ain't no win because they judge and then they want. They haven't added value to the world, but then they go up to an investor. Hey, will you invest in my business? You know, Mark Cuban, we were talking. He was telling me about all the people that, you know, he has Shark Tanks. People always asking. Gimme, 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 gimme. And sometimes that's cool, but uh, you want to give to win-win people. You go on a Shark Tank, you go to an investor, you got to bring something to the table. So if all your life's been around thumbing down things and critiquing things and highly analyzing the nitpickiness of other humans. You haven't been a win-win person and that emanates from like your being, your aura. I can tell, right, you ever walk in a room and you're like, this person is selfish. They just take, man. They just see it from their side of the view. Well, guess what? You probably don't wanna network them. You probably want them out of your life. And so those very people are like, I can't find any allies. I'm like, bro. Never have any allies, man. So, yeah. I'm gonna peace out. Just got a funny text. Hey, it's Ty here from... My- <laughs> Somebody sent me an old video I did. Anyway, subscribe if this stuff's interesting to you. Peace. Love and hair grease, what they used to say. Ah. Uh, been a long day, man. Just some jujitsu. That always works me. Those Gracie's, those black belts, kick your ass. Good night.